Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Kyler. Welcome to the Teens Age Podcast, where we talk about our opinions and interests. Welcome to episode 17, where we'll be talking about Six of Crows by Lee Rodrigo. What did I think of the book? I did not like it in the beginning, but after you get immersed in the world, it's pretty good. I'm annoyingly attached to the characters. I think I like it for different reasons than I think you like it, but we can discuss that. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And I will just put out here at the beginning that it has been at least a year and a half, maybe two years since I have read this book. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Um, well, I do recall most of it. I did look up like some summaries of stuff just to make sure I have everything in line yeah. and in order. And I also read the sequel like the day after I finished the original book. So they six of crowns, blend together. So they, well, yeah. they blend together. So I'm, I'm sorry in advance if I spoil anything. Yeah. I, I know where it ends. So I know what I'm not allowed to say. Yeah. But I will say that some of my opinions are kind of influenced by that. Sure, Which I'm sure yeah. we'll get into a lot of with, like, characters, character development, and favorite characters. Um, right. There's a character that isn't as much talked about in the first book that really, their story really comes out in the second book. And they became one of my favorite characters because of the second book. Mm. But I can't just, like... So in Six of Crows, my favorite characters are very uh, slightly different from my favorite characters in Crooked Kingdom. Okay, that's fair. So... I assume you still like Kaz. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Kaz is my favorite <laughs> out of all the characters. What about you? Did you have a favorite at the end of this one? I mean, I don't know if I have a favorite. I know that like Nina's the person I'd want to be friends with, you know. But um, Nina's and I, great. I love Kaz, but I only love Kaz because I can see inside his head in the book. I think like if I met Kaz, then I would literally hate him. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I really like Inez, but like, I don't know if I could be friends with her either. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Everyone is interesting and multi-layered, but I don't know if like I'd want to chat with them in a bar. <laughs> yeah, I, if you read the second book, I have a feeling your opinion will change. Okay. Um... Who I see as what? Who is going to be your favorite character? It makes sense that you don't necessarily. Um, the two characters. So in the second book, mm-hmm. you get to see inside Wylan and Jesper a lot. Ooh, okay, that would be fun. And I feel like you're gonna like one of them quite a bit. Okay, one of my gay kiddos. <laughs> Yeah, no, I really didn't like it. I, like, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, oh, it's another fantasy book. And then, like, gosh. (laughs) And it was legitimately good. Why would you do this to me? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a fantasy book, but even if you don't like fantasy, I feel like you can still enjoy the book. Yeah, that's what, like... That's why I was like, I think I like it for different reasons than you do, because I think I like it just because I'm attached to the characters now, and I don't think, like, I wasn't as much invested in the plot as in I was like, don't let the characters die. 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was invested in the plot, but I also I mean I absolutely adore all of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's an interesting difference there. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's just continue talking more about the characters. So one of my main issues with the book, like the biggest issue I have with it, is I didn't feel like the characters read the age they are. No, yeah, I saw you text that, and I was like, yes, I'm so glad it's not just me. I felt like they were way older, you know? Well, so what What age did they all read older to you? Just some of them? Um, and if so, who read older, and what age? Okay. Wylan read more like, you know, a my age kid to me. But isn't he? He is. Yeah. <laughs> he read more of his age, yes. But yeah. Only because he was like incompetent or something. I don't know. It was weird. And I can I can understand a world in which you have to like grow up faster, but it was it was a little interesting. Jesper definitely read as like a twenty year old who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. Kaz was definitely old, like an old soul, an old boy. Because, you know, he's like, I'm so smart. But then he like he did that whole like have a emotional crisis thing at the place. So, I mean, like that was good because it reminded me that he was like a human being. <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't know. So for me, Kaz reads as like 21. Yeah. I cannot, like, get it out of my head that he is older or younger than 21. Yeah, like, because the book was like, ah, oh, yes, he's a nice, you know, ripe 16-year-old, and I'm like... <laughs> I thought he was 17, but maybe I'm wrong. He might be 17, yeah. But well, at the same time, like, that's not, that's not very old. Like, I just turned no, 16, no. like, in a year, I'm not going to be even close to, you know, planning a freaking heist. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I could also get, like, 19. I could get, like, between 19 and 21. I thought it was interesting because, um, in his backstory, it seems like he aged, like, 10 years in, like, a day. Yeah. Because, like, he's, like, little defenseless kid, and then he goes home, and then he, you know, turns into, I'll do anything for money, uh, kind of guy. Yeah. So, it was intriguing. Like, I... You could see the moment that he got older than he was. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like it's realistic because some people do go through things like that and they do have to, like, age faster. Right. And grow up faster. But I never felt like... I I always felt like he read a little older than he was. Which isn't necessarily a problem. It was just an interesting thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely a choice that the author made. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, I think it was important because it's not, like, YA. Like, it's not for... Not YA. Like, it's not, you know, a teenage fiction romance thingamajigger where you'd want them to be young and stupid. It's, like, a legitimately, you know, deep, interesting thing where you're... You want them to have to have been older than they are and stuff. So it's it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else did you want to talk about? Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna continue with characters. Um, okay. 
So you have like a list here. <laughs> I do have a list of questions for you. Okay, great. Um, before we do any like of the book chats, I go on the internet and search up discussion questions. Right. And then I add on to that. Yeah. Um. So, character development. Like. When did they character develop? I don't know. Like, did you think they did develop? Like, how um, did you, did you like how the characters, because one of my main things I hate with fantasy books is when the characters go through all of this effort and these huge plots and I don't feel like they've changed at the end. Or like, for sure. like, they just don't change throughout the book. And that really, really annoys me. Sure. Well, I think it's definitely interesting because I don't think uh, Inej changed, but got like a purpose, which I thought was really intriguing. Um, mm-hmm. I think if, you know... To excuse my terminology, if Kaz gets his head out of his and goes with her and does these cool things, then that would be, like, my dream ending to the series. But, or, like, the beginning of another part of the series. Assuming, of course, she gets saved in the next book. Gosh, oh my god. Um, <laughs> unnecessary, unnecessary roughness for me. I was like, no, you didn't need to entice me to read the second book. I'm already doing it. I think, I think... And that's just got, like, a goal, which I think is great and can, like, make character development. I don't know if she changed exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool because when Jesper was reflecting on feeling different and feeling like this city would be different when they got back, like, I felt very similarly. And that's an interesting thing to, like, have an emotional change as a reader. Um mm-hmm. Like, to be like, hey, you've changed, too, you know? Um, so, I don't know. I think Kaz, maybe, like, he improved a little on the whole, you know, like, actually admitting he has emotions or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, positive for many reasons, but... Uh, I don't know if I... I think Wylan got, you know, hardened as a character, but I don't know if he, I don't know. It seems like he grew up over the course of the book. Yeah, which I thought was a very interesting progression for his character. Mm-hmm. Just because of his background. Yeah. Gosh, I was not prepared for that twist. Like, okay, I pride myself also on, like, being able to predict plot twists in general. Like, I, I watch television. Don't and I even try to predict book. the plot and I'm just like this book. <laughs> yeah, it was some things I was prepared for. Like, I was like, that, that trade couldn't possibly go okay because there's too much left in this book and it's a series, so no. But, um, I did not prepare for it to go as wiggity-whack as it did. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, no. I was like, when when Jesper was like, hey, where's the other longboat? And Kaz was like, oh, it's uh, out for repairs. And I was like, hell no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, who the Wyland would go all, let's change my entire appearance maybe permanently so I can, like, stab my father in the back? Like, what a daddy issues. Uh-huh. No, I totally agree, but I'm going to refrain from saying anything. Oh. Because you learn the most about his character in the second book. Okay. I'm prepared for it. I think I might like him. He has, like, vibes that I might enjoy if he, like, goes into them. 
Oh, that's what I'm predicting. <laughs> Wylan is my second favorite character. So it goes Kaz, Wylan, Jesper. And then Nina, Anej, Mateus. I didn't like him that much. Like, I liked him as a character, but I, I didn't personally like him that much. Yeah. I mean, I think he was a well-built character, and it's always good to have, like, a interestingly allied character. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I think it was hard to like him. <laughs> yeah, I I did find him hard to like. I I accepted his character, and he does add quite a bit to the story, but I never personally really liked him. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I know enough about Wylan and Jesper to have like an opinion on them right now, but I have a feeling I'll like them more later. Yeah, they definitely come out in the second book quite a bit. Yeah, come out. (laughs) Their characters are so, so interesting. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Let me just say, Wyland's backstory is messed up. Ooh, fun. Not quite as bad (laughs) as Kaz and Nanej, but it's bad. Yeah, like the whole, he couldn't read thing, that was, that was, ow, that hurt a yeah, lot. it does. And he's so smart, too. Yeah, he's anyway. so smart. I'm just like, what? Why? Why are dads sucky all the time in fantasy books? I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's such a bad father. Well, I mean, at least Inez, like, has a good family life. Yeah. She was just, you know... You got carted off. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. Okay, so, let's see, what else could we talk about? So, you said you didn't like the um, whole plot of the book as much as you liked the characters. Yeah. Did you have any specific problems with it, or was it just, like, that's just not what you're interested in? Um, I don't know if I had problems with it, but I, I don't know. I think I just wasn't as... I think until I knew the characters better, I wasn't as invested in the heist itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they started doing it, and I was like, wow, this heist is going to take, like, 200 pages, uh, I was like, okay, I guess I'm in for the ride. But then I was really in for the ride. <laughs> like, yeah. around page 200 is when I was like, oh, no, I like these people. I want them to survive. Ah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, dear, Kyler's... Uh gotten me into more characters yeah (laughs) emotionally invested me in six characters yeah I was like prepared to get on this call and be like faking interest in this book but now I like legitimately do and it sucks um I was expecting you to hate the book so yeah no I don't because like it's not that I think all fantasy books suck it's that like a lot of them fall into really easy tropes and I feel like this one did not as much like I think I'm also not the biggest, like, swooner for world building. Like, uh, Lord of the Rings is best known for that, and I forget its plot constantly, because it's about world building. It's not about the story. So it's intriguing for it to be, like, way more centered around the characters and the world building be, like, a secondary aspect that really immerses you in the world. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are great at world building get really caught up in it and not so much in the personal stories. And I think this is very, like, every person has an individual story and that makes it feel more like an actual world to me. Um, Yeah. 
No, it's intriguing. I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we mentioned in Pride and Prejudice when we were discussing that, and I, I was saying that I um was having what was I saying? Okay, so I said a lot. I talked a lot about how I really liked how the world. I I didn't like how I couldn't imagine the world, but I knew the characters really well. Um. And so, I guess you touched on this a little bit, but did, like, all of the descriptions of the world, like, annoy you? I mean, a little bit. I I mostly skimmed them over, honestly. Uh, There was, like, a solid two pages where there was, like, four different descriptions of wolves on walls. Um, And I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, But it's not that, like, I thought it was unnecessary. I guess... I just, like, I don't get, I'm not as big of a visualization person, so I don't see the world as much as, like, I hear the characters or I get in their heads, so it's it's not as enticing for me. Uh, like, descriptions of what they were wearing and stuff, I'm just not interested, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't affect, like, what's happening. Like, um, and then just what like knives he... are like interesting to see like oh, yeah. does she have them on or off because it, it really affects her character but like if it's like things that they're wearing like you know I don't know I just like descriptions of like stuff <laughs> like before I got involved and they were describing what the place was like that they were going to rob I was like okay it's a place that they're gonna rob <laughs> don't really need the description but I know that it's like important story-wise I guess I just like I read through the entire book not remembering what the plan was at the beginning because of that really (laughs) I was just like I wonder what they're gonna do next because I legitimately did not remember what the original plan was and they were like well that plan's (laughs) out the window and I was like great I don't remember it anyway um (laughs) and then I was like why are they doing black protocol what what (laughs) Um, but yeah. yeah, but it was, I think I got it by the end, like, and I think because I'm now invested, the second book will make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so another thing I remember you mentioning when you were giving me live updates on where you were <laughs> is yes. the relationship between Kaz and Inej. Yes. You had a lot of issues with this. <laughs> I did. I had a continual list of issues with this. Um, Mostly because I really, because they seem like the main couple in this book, like they seem like the people that they focus on. I mean, like they also do focus on Nina and Matthias, but it's like temporary and in the middle. And like, I feel like they were the first established characters. So I was like prepared for their relationship arc to end. And then she got like carted off to the middle of nowhere. And they had to keep having like these kind of conversations about what's happening but kind of not and they don't have good emotional like (laughs) why are they like this (laughs) I really believe in their relationship and at the same time they're being so stupid about it I just want to like knock them over the heads and be like please (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah Yeah. no I just want to like force them to sit in a room and talk together because I think like I said I think that my ultimate happy ending to this would definitely be, like, they go rogue together on, like, a ship and, you know, take down slavers. I think that would be fantastic. But, like, that's never going to happen if they don't have an actual functioning conversation about it. <laughs> uh. Yeah. 
Yeah. I I wasn't as invested in their romantic relationship. Um, I mean, one of those reasons could be is that I just, I don't know. (laughs) I don't get the point of them, but (laughs) ignoring that fact, there are some that I enjoy. But I really liked their partnership as, like, friends and allies. I thought it was was a really cool uh, partnership, like, where they've worked together so much that Kaz just knows when Inesh is there. Yeah, no, I think it's really great. Like, their their, their functioning work relationship, fantastic. Their, like, romantic relationship that they can't seem to get to, not so great. (laughs) I mean, they've both been emotionally scarred by many, many, many things. Yes, I understand that. But at the same time... This is, like, the part of rom-coms that I'm just, like, just have an actual conversation, yeah. please. Just, uh, uh, I don't know if Kaz can have a conversation, though. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm, there's, there's different ships in fandoms that people, like, I'm gonna expose how much of, like, a nerd I am right now, but there's different, like, fandoms that have people who write fanfiction about them where their ships come together and it's all great uh, and happy and stuff. And I'm like, that would never happen. That would never functionally, like if they get together ever, it would probably not happen the way that you're imagining. Like they're not enough functioning for that to work. So they have to like, I don't know. It's just like, people like to imagine that it would just be, like, a marriage and a happy ending and stuff, and that's just not legitimately what would happen. Like, they're not actually going to have a functioning conversation however much I'd like them to. They're probably just going to, like, one day be like, oh, this could work out! And then, like, you know, worm around each other until they get to a functioning place. I don't think it's going to be, like, a actual conversation and then that they're going to, like, kiss in the sunset or whatever. So, it's intriguing. Yeah. I definitely would say that Lee Bardugo does write very realistic, um, like, relationships between characters. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say you will be pleasantly su- su- pleasantly surprised by how this ends. Okay. Okay. I'm the not entire gonna say... series or the next book because you said I would cry. <laughs> well, the next book is the last book in the series, so. Okay. Um, and that's not the reason why. Anyways, well, like, it's it's an interesting... It, I'm, I'm, I'm going to move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kaz's last line is, I'm going to get my money, and I'm going to get my girl. Yeah. Right. It's very 1920s so, of him. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> ignoring the issues with, like, I'm going to go save my girl blah 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 but I can't yeah. actually talk to her yeah <laughs> um ignoring that is what you're saying ignoring but that did that like I felt that like that line was like slightly not Kaz other than the money part because we all know the money part is very <laughs> yes <laughs> no it did it did feel slightly like, 1920s mobster for Cass, but, uh, like, I'm kind of... It depends a little bit on where his character goes in the second book, because, like, if this is where his mid-character progression is, then that's okay for me. Like, I can understand him, like, if he understands what his feelings are for Inej and, like, 
he's substantially changing as a character, that would be interesting. But, like, from the rest of his stuff he said, it seemed like he's, like, buckling down rather than getting ready for a change. Like, it seemed like he was like, well, I'll never be a good guy to her, but at least I can save her ass. And I'm just like, no! (laughs) It's not how you're supposed to do this. Um... I don't like that you have, like, all the answers to my questions and you're just not going to. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But, you um, need me to drive there and give you the book. <laughs> no, I should start reading Her Royal Highness for next month, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> uh, I don't, like, uh, like you said, like, in general, I feel like she does very good characters and character relationships like I feel like they're very realistic like I know people like Nina and Mythias so like I believe in her taking Kaz where she needs to um but I do agree that that line was a little interesting I like it's either bad news or good news and I don't know (laughs) what it is at this point yeah um so moving on so one of my favorite parts of the book was definitely the humor Mm -hmm. um what did you think of the humor? I mean, I know I have a very dark sense of humor, so the kind of yeah. sarcastic, <laughs> slightly related to dying humor is right up my alley. Yeah. But what did you think about it? Um, it was definitely, like, there was parts of it that I did, like, actually laugh out loud when I got into it. Um... Uh, like, I thought the humor was good. I, I enjoy some good old-fashioned, like, maybe we'll die today, but only if I don't kill you first, you know? It's good. Um, I think uh, the callback to Scheming Face is great. Oh, yeah, Scheming Face. <laughs> I continue to enjoy that as a bit. Um, and I hope that continues. Uh, I think in general, like, I just like the crew's humor, and as they grow to be more of a, like, a coalesced group, I think it gets better. Um, or maybe I was just paying more attention. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of dark humor, but it was used very well. Very nice. What did you think of the whole, the quote that they repeat throughout the book, no mourners, no funerals? I did think it was cliche because it was very, um, something you would imagine would happen in, like, 1920s gangs or something. Um, and that, you know, 17-year-olds would come up with. But I think it, (laughs) I think it, uh, is used as a motif enough that it has some emotional layers now. Um, Like, a few other things in the book as well. Uh, like, the tattoo meanings and just some symbolism that I was like, uh, symbolism. But <laughs> got better over time. Yeah. So when you texted me one of Kaz's quotes, and you were like, um, I forget, you, you put a quote in, and then you said, love ya, Kaz. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was going to respond with, not as much as I do, because I want to get the same tattoo he has. <laughs> Yes, no. <laughs> see, so, so you know how people in real life get, like, matching tattoos with people? Yeah. I like my fictional characters so much, I'm gonna get matching tattoos with fictional characters. <laughs> yes, that's excellent. And maybe um, I'm completely insane. No, I think it's great. Are you going for, like, the crow cup, or are you going for the K? Because I still don't know what that means. 
the chrome, like, um, if you look on the front cover of the book, like, the red flap. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. That one, yeah. Yeah. I'd do that one. That's excellent. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All their backstories are so interesting. Like, all of them are, like, really depressing, and it's a little bit like if you started a D&D campaign with everyone being, like, chaotic, neutral, and having the most depressing backstories you can think of, but it was good. <laughs> okay, so did you feel like anything in the book was an exaggerated like you know how some books are kind of like dystopian books are like an exaggerated what our world could become right uh-huh. did you kind of feel like anything was like a reflection of our own society or well I mean I think I definitely got traces of like when Nina was talking about um being constantly afraid of where when she was where she was or like afraid of walking the streets alone and and of the slavers and everything I think that was a very real fear for some people like right now so I felt in that specific part I was like ah yes no I'm this is very familiar and realistic to what like I feel like a lot of people feel now but I think it's very much drawing from our world, but I don't think this is, like, what our world could become. One, because magic, and two, (laughs) um, I just feel like it's very, it's more entrenched in the past than it is in the future, I believe. Um, (laughs) And it's far more reminiscent, I think. Um, I feel like a lot of the slave trading and the being scared all the time is hopefully more of the past than the future I think but I don't know what do you think did you get that feel yeah I definitely got the same thing is there a character that you identify with because I associate you with Inej really yeah but like I haven't you know don't take it offensively because I haven't read the second book yet no no no, yeah I'm curious as to your reasoning behind that I don't know I just like you are reminiscent to me I don't know why yeah, I mean, I guess the characters I most like, I usually don't like as much. <laughs> I feel that. It's weird. So, I very well could be like an edge. Um, I wish I was as stealthy and not clumsy like an edge. <laughs> yes. Uh, I unfortunately am very clumsy out of water. I feel you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like... I associate your personalities, and I don't know why. Maybe you'll figure it out in the second book. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just turn my whole boat around and be like, nope, 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 nope. You're not anything close to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I also guess I... I really... I probably identify with Wylan and Kaz the most. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Um... Wyland, for reasons you'll figure out in the second book. Okay. Maybe. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but, I don't know. I just, like, the science and studying and being, like, the most, I guess, innocent one of the group. <laughs> yeah, that's It's very much me. No, I could see you um, as Wyland. I'm not sure with Kaz, though. I feel like you're very different people, but. Yeah. Kaz, 
sense of humor is very much the same. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I guess I'm not I'm not either of them totally. I mean, why yeah, I sure. can't read? Um, <laughs> I spend my days reading. Um, Wyland is also like, yeah, infinitely smarter than me. Um, I mean, <laughs> I enjoy that Kaz does not like legitimately does not care. Like it's not like a thing about his character that he's like, oh, that he's nice to Wyland because he's like, oh, he has so little to like he's innocent and can't control himself. No, he just like legitimately doesn't care because he can do other things. And it like his analytical viewpoint is advantageous there. Like I feel like it's very cool that it's like it legitimately fits into his character to not care about it. Um Yeah. It's just it yeah. I like I, it. Yeah. I also really like that Kaz um like works to protect the other five characters. Yeah. But isn't like necessarily in their faces about their problems and Right, you know, yeah. is struggling as well. Because I feel yeah. like I've seen some leaders be like, oh, I'm perfect, everything goes perfectly for me. When in yeah. reality, and, like, everybody else is dying and struggling. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you have the really broken leaders who are, like, can't do anything. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like he is a good balance of, like... I have my see. problems, but I can help you. Yeah. 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 I also feel like, I don't know, he doesn't, even though all of these people have, like, gone through so much, he doesn't treat them differently, necessarily, like... For sure, yeah. You know how there's this thing, like, if you're damaged at all, or, like, have gone through any problems, there's this whole idea that you need to treat them, like, specially, and not do everything for them. Right. And I feel like he respects that they're independent people, and they can do what they want, and they are... For sure. And that they're, like, capable, which is why they're there. Yeah. Yeah, they're very capable. Yeah. And no, I think it's great and that he, like, he's like, everyone here has gone through shit, so, like, don't, don't even try, you know? Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, I think it's, no, it's great, like, that all of them have different backstories, but all of them have gone through a lot, and it's great. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, there was another question that you had. Did you forget who was with Nina? Yeah, it was, um, what's his name? The kid that they were going to be handing over except for Wyland did the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they're all hiding out underneath Hellgate, which I think was fantastic. Like, nice callback. Oh, um, most definitely. Yeah. You When you got to the part where Nina takes the drug... Oh, yeah. You texted me, oh, no, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about that part? Uh, I, I mean, I honestly, uh, I'm still concerned about her. Like, they didn't clear that up for me, and I am, I am concerned, but that's okay. Uh, I feel like it was legitimately the only way they would have gotten out of there. Like, I appreciate them and their skills, but they kind of, they did a lot of stuff, and I feel like 
they didn't really have the options to take on an entire army at that time. So I think it was smart, but I am still very concerned about her. And I don't think it was smart in the way that, like, she probably isn't going to be okay now. And I don't like that. Yeah. (sighs) She is so far my favorite character, so I'm like, why? Yeah. Oh, she's a very good character. She's definitely... All of them are so well-developed. Like, I love them all. Yeah. I feel like Leroy Dugan does such a good job of making realistic characters. Yeah. Like, they have limitations, they have abilities, but they're still strong, and they are they have such good backstories, like... Yeah, and I always love when, like, as a writer and as somebody who reads quite a bit of fanfic, when you can, like, imagine how somebody would act in a scenario. Like, when you have a character rounded out enough that you can tell, like what their response would be in emergency situations and, like, to other things. And I think I got that for each character, at least, like, the main four. Um, Because, like, I feel like I could just stick them in any situation and have, like, straightforward answers as to what they would probably do. Yeah, definitely. Hey folks, you're nearing the end of the podcast. Tune in next week to find out what our next book is going to be. You can contact us via email at theteensagepodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at teens underscore aged. Thanks for listening in. This has been the Teens Age Podcast with Alex and Kyler.